Welcome back, you guys, to the All Things Jelly TV podcast. My name's Lath, and I'm here with Champagne. You know, Champagne, I really guess I've been missing you so much because I had a crazy, vivid dream about you last night. Okay, I've been missing you too, Lath. I need my I need my daily dose of Lath. I really do. Like, I literally wish I wish we lived close. Like, I really wish I know. we did. I know because Champagne, you're the only friend I can talk about my reality TV shows with. That's why I love that we do this podcast. Um, literally, and- only friend. And for those of you guys who don't know, Champagne is an influencer. She has and runs Not a barista. Really. She she runs a barista TikTok account, and <laughs> it was on my mind. I guess because last night I had a really vivid dream that Champagne, like, was training me at this Target cafe in Macomb, Michigan, and in Macomb, Michigan. That, that I <laughs> and I live in Virginia. In and champagne was training me whatever and then after our shift got off we like went to a pool together and i've never met champagne in person so the fact that i had this dream was just so crazy and the day before we recorded (laughs) another episode so i thought i'd let you guys know about that funny story i'm just trying to think have you ever worked fast food like actually not fast food Um, i know you waitress but you've never actually been like at like a mcdonald's or like any sort of that it was kind of confusing like i used to work as like a I worked as a kind of like Chipotle kind of thing, um, oh. but it was for old people at like a retirement home. Oh. So like it wasn't a real restaurant, but like I know the vibes of what you have to do. I feel like you in general are a very, I feel like you learn really quick and you'd pick stuff up quick. So I feel like if I were training you and you know a lot about coffee. So there you go. Ding, ding, ding. I, I think guess you I should probably be a barista. Exactly. If I were to train you. <laughs> But I feel like you'd also be that really funny coworker that could find anything to complain about. Like literally, mm. if someone was in a slightly <laughs> terrible mood, you'd just like run with it. You'd create these oh, like BS yeah. stories and like exaggerate it out. Yeah, well, I feel like- when you're, yeah, especially when you're working at a job like that. Like I kind of miss because I haven't worked like in a restaurant job in like a year since like last summer, and right. I kind of miss it because like I now work like a, like an internship like virtual and there's, he's doing like, no- big boy stuff. I know you guys, but there's no like work beef anymore. I want some work beef, and like isn't I, that I, funny though? It's so funny like, how people relate with that. Like literally, you can shit talk to coworkers about your coworker beef. Like I, I thrived off talking shit about I know my, you the did. coworkers that I didn't like, and I, I miss doing it because now I have like these. They're like all of these like really professional adult. And I hope they don't listen to this because they talk on my podcast a lot. I think that was part of the reason I got hired. But no, oh, <laughs> so I hope I hope there's no coworkers. In. They could. They, they We had a whole meeting one time where they I like talked about. It. Regardless, regardless, they know they know this exists. So I hope they don't <laughs> listen to this. Well, I mean, they're all really awesome coworkers and I love them. But that's the issue. There's no like beef. So and it's all virtual. So I don't have the opportunity to beef with people. Um, oh, that's what wait. I miss. So you're doing like a nine to five virtual kind of. Yes. Yeah. Virtual. It's virtual. I do it from my home, from my desk. Oh, that's kind of sad. Yeah, it is kind of sad. I mean, I miss the beefs. It's nice. It's easy, but I miss the beefs. Oh, yeah, okay. it's easy. Regardless, you guys, we'll get into <laughs> our topic. So, Champagne, what are we going to be talking about today? So, today we're going to be talking about the dumbest moves in reality TV history from Big Brother, Survivor, and The Challenge. And I feel like this list could be literally infinite because there uh-huh. are so many dumb moves, but we yeah. like to pick... For each of our top go-to 
dumbest moves. <laughs> and when we first came up with this idea, and I was like, at first I was like, oh, this is so hard. And I know you said the same thing. Like, at first thought, it's like so hard to think at the top of your no, head. No, I thought it but was But in easy. reality, oh, never mind. But in reality, yeah, I, at <laughs> first I was like, oh, like, which ones do I want to pick? There was so many we had to leave out, you know? Like, it was hard not to, because there's so many dumb moves. And I know. Obviously, a lot of these are using hindsight. Well, ha- some of them are hindsight. Some of them are so clear from a viewer's perspective. But when you're in a reality show like this, like it's so easy to get caught up in everything that's around you and all the yep. overstimulus. So I could see why some of these people made these dumb moves. But it's just so funny. Like some of these are so dumb because they're just like, <laughs> why would you do that? Like this much money on the line, this much reality TV clout on the line, and you choose to embarrass yourself like this. It just it, that's what inspired this list. I could almost see with Survivor because, you know, they're running really low on food. They probably have really low energy. Um, Any sort of alliance, if your back's against the wall, you kind of gravitate towards it. So I could kind of see, like, making dumb moves in Survivor as in your head isn't very clear. But, I mean, giving up almost a million dollars, stuff like that, you really think about it you're like why would they do that mm-hmm. especially in the honestly every single one of my picks are from survivor because i knew <laughs> that you had so many big brother picks yeah um and there's just so many options for survivor i have four of the really dumb ones but there's still so many more out there that i didn't include so the list goes on and on of how many dumb picks there are but i think <laughs> i'm gonna pick one of the most infam- there's so many infamous ones but i think i'm gonna start with my first infamous one um, this honestly inspired this list. I was thinking of what we could do for this episode. And this is what I pitched the idea based off of was in Survivor Season 28, Kageyan, it was the final three and Wu had immunity and he had to pick to vote out either Cass or Tony. Comparing the two, everybody hated Cass. And a line from Spencer was Cass, zero chance of winning the game. I thought Cass played an amazing game. I thought she was really funny and I, I enjoyed watching her. I'm not going to lie. She grew on me. Cass grew yeah. on me. Chaos uh-huh. Cass. I'm kind of a fan now. I really am. I really am. Everyone thought clearly she's not going to win, right? Like no way right. anyone votes for her. The, the bitter, I mean, the jury seemed to be pretty bitter. So when Wu had to pick between Tony, who had a million idols and was behind almost every single successful vote of that season. Right. And Cass, who everybody hated and labeled as a a flipper and who sucks, it was pretty obvious, you thought, from a viewer's perspective. He wanted to be honorable. He wanted to make that notable decision, but it was a million dollars. Come on, man. A million dollar mistake. I don't know how else to emphasize that. It was a million dollar mistake. Because he then did not vote out Tony. He voted out Cass. And the jury was shocked. Like, you could see their face was so shocked. You thought clearly who the vote was going to be. And then he voted out Cass, who was the best goat to go against. And Wu did nothing, really, throughout the whole game. So I thought Cass would have had a chance of beating him still. I don't think it's as cut and dry as people thought it was. But Mm -hmm. still, Tony should have been the one who he voted out. And he didn't. And then Wu lost like a seven to two vote or something like that. Yep. He got annihilated in the vote out. Even I think he might have only gotten one vote. I don't remember the exact vote. I actually think it might have been anonymous. Maybe, am I wrong? It was not, he got at least one vote. It wasn't unanimous, but he still lost horribly. So yeah. that's probably one of the, the worst mistakes in history. Literally a million dollars. What did he say? He wanted to like go against the best. He's like, I want to go against the best in the final two. Like Cass doesn't deserve it. Who cares what Cass deserves? Oh my gosh. That just seems so naive of you to think that because there's 
case scenarios, like, okay, I'm going to take BB-17 into reference. BB-17, I thought there was no way, no chance Steve was going to win. And in the final three, it was him, Liz, and Vanessa. Final three, who would you vote to evict? He won the final HOH. He voted to evict Vanessa, and that's when he gained it for me. Because he wasn't like, oh, I'm going to go against the best. He was like, no, I'm going to vote out you, Vanessa, because you're going to be the hardest to beat. Therefore, I'm going to vote out you and keep Liz. If Wu were to take out Tony and keep Cass, I think right there that would have been enough proof for me to vote for you, Wu, because you took out the biggest competitor. But instead, you... I don't understand it. I could literally go on and on and on, but dumb move. And then for me, actually, let's go in order. So I'm going to do a Marcellus not using the veto on himself. Honestly, I think this is pretty well known around the Big Brother community. Um, It is a really... A lot older season, it was BB3, so a lot of the newer BB fans don't really know this, but it's a huge, huge event. Probably the biggest mistake, oh my gosh, in Big Brother history, but Marcellus, he won the veto, he was on the block, it was final five, Jason was the HOH, and he really trusted Jason. They had built this bond, and he really trusted that Jason was going to keep Marcellus, and vote to evict Amy. He thought there was no way, like a 100% chance Amy was going to be evicted. And so he had the veto. Why would you not secure your safety like that? Yeah. Why would you not secure... You you won safety. Use it on yourself. Like, the answer is so clear, right? Like, use it on yourself. Regardless, why would you not want to keep that fate in your own hands? Who cares about other people? Maybe this is just me being selfish. I don't know. I, I completely agree with you. I think literally 95% of BB fans agree with you. Especially when you're at that point. Like, why would you not want to make someone who you potentially want to go to the end with look bad? Like, he, the reason he didn't want to do it is because he didn't want to make Jason pick between two people and make Jason look bad. But that's what you should want to happen at that point. Like, really early know. in the game. Maybe early in the game you want to keep your friends back. I get it. But at that point when you're so like a week, two weeks out from the finale, Final why are five. you not thinking like that? You should be thinking that's like how crazy. you can win. Like you're and so it, close. And you're and you're he was just too selfless. And that that's what gets you. It just doesn't make sense. Yep. And his veto speech, he said, I'm not gonna use it. Julie Chen goes, Are you sure? <laughs> like what? Like literally even Julie Chen is basically hinting at you to use it. And uh, right away, there goes Jason saying, I'm voting to evict you, Marcellus. He comes out. And literally, if you guys have a chance, go Google this on YouTube. It's so funny. Literally, just Google Marcellus not using the veto on himself. Because when he goes to meet Julie, Julie literally, like, slaps him on the head with a piece of paper. Like, it's so (laughs) funny. Because she's like, what are you doing? You're an idiot. You had the veto. Why didn't you save yourself? Oh, my God. Probably number one. Yeah. Or number two. I agree. I agree. Like, it's like, this is not just like, oh, vote out this person, vote out that person. Like, you had safety. And we have another one of those. Actually, fine. This goes right into my next pick, I guess. Same thing that Eric did in Survivor Micronesia. We talked about this last week on our biggest backstabs. Before we had this idea, I probably wouldn't have included that because this fits more into the dumbest moves category than the biggest backstabs because it's so dumb. Same thing in Survivor Micronesia. Eric gave up immunity to Natalie 
I want to give individual immunity to Natalie. And then got voted out. Another one of those things. It's the same exact thing as um, Champagne's last pick with Marcellus not using the veto on himself. You have safety. Why would you not use safety on yourself? Because in that situation, they were the, the girls were working him down. Like They didn't want to vote out each other, the Black Widow Brigade, that final four girls. And so they worked on him. They were like, yeah, like if you... Suri said that I'll only vote for who... We want to vote. Should I'll only vote for Amanda if you use the uh, the the safety or the immunity and you give it to Natalie. And he believed it. Like at first he was like, "No, I'm not doing that." But it worked clearly. I mean, it's a testament to how good Sari is. But still, like I just don't get the logic as to how that could even possibly make sense to you. Like Yet again, I'd say, this is final five. Literally final same five. Thing. You are same so thing, final five. so close to winning 500k to winning a million dollars why would you not use that opportunity to save yourself to put your fate in your own hands you are at final five this is not like second eviction this is not yeah. like second vote out this is like you are so close at the end i don't understand it and then eric went home in a unanimous vote 13th so. person voted out and the sixth member of our jury eric no one expect, i mean no yeah, like who, like obviously, clearly, so. <laughs> Let's go to probably, I don't know. This is probably a toss-up between my first or Marcellus. Actually, this might be my first. <laughs> Actually, no, this is not what you're thinking, Lath. But I'm going to go with Cody picking oh. Derek to go to the final two in BB-16. Is probably the dumbest, if not the second dumbest move in Big Brother history. What are you thinking? Like, he wanted to do that honorable thing where he takes his alliance member. They worked together since day two. The hitman, he wanted to honor it since day two. Are you kidding me? Nobody, literally anybody would have won against Victoria. I think Victoria won one veto. That was it. Victoria she had won a couple no battle influence. She, okay. she went to the bottom of the box. But, <laughs> but that's yeah, nothing. no way, that's no way she nothing. was winning. No way no she was winning. No way. She had absolutely zero influence on the game strategically, socially. She actually pissed a lot of people off. Zach didn't like her. <laughs> a couple other people didn't like Victoria because of her attitude. I know Christine didn't like her. Socially, she was doing not great. Strategically, she had no input on the game. Physically, I think she won, what, one veto in a couple Battle of the Blocks? She had zero resume and not enough people on the jury that would actually vote for her. And he wanted to do that honorable thing to pick his best friend. But ultimately, that was a $500,000 mistake. So... This is just like the Wu and Tony one. Exactly. And like literally cut and dry. Like so many of these are parallels. Like we're basically going back and forth saying the Big Brother and Survivor versions of the same literally. exact moves. Because it's like literally the same thing. You're at a final three. Why would you? And this one's even more obvious, I think, than the Survivor one. Because Cass had too. a chance of winning. But this one, there's no way that Victoria would win this. Like literally, I can't think of any situation <laughs> no where way. she would actually win this. No way. I saw some interview where someone said that like the jury would vote for like vote for her out of spite or like being I don't know I don't know exactly I, f I don't know exactly how accurate that is but still right. regardless it, it, it's obvious like Derek played a phenomenal game on Big Brother 16 why would you not vote out who you had when you had the chance it just doesn't make sense to me as a viewer that did not gain any respect 
if anything, that lost respect for me because as a fan, I want to see the best person get voted out. Like, Cody, take that shot at Derek. And what, Derek has never been on the block, even after having literally battled the blocks where four people each week got put up for eviction. Derek never got to sit in those eviction chairs. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like, he had such a phenomenal resume I don't think anyone could really argue with it or even get close to it. I just, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Moving on, I guess, to another pick. We're moving more so than like final votes or uh, big like dumb moves. This is this one's more like a low-key dumb move, but I think it's still pretty dumb. Um, so in Survivor Philippines, the se- season 25 of Survivor, Lisa and Scoopin had the choice to either vote out Abby Maria, who everybody hated, who everyone thought she yeah. was so annoying, and but or Denise, who went on to win that season. Denise had a phenomenal resume. She went to every single tribal council that season. Her team, her tribe lost every single like tribal council going up to that. It's crazy. And Malcolm was with her for almost every single one of those. So regardless, by voting out Abby Maria at the final five, when there's a final three, you're guaranteeing that you're going to be sitting next to one of those. How does your story either Lisa or Scoopin compare to Denise and Malcolm. It doesn't. It doesn't compare nope. at all. They're so, literally fighting for a second at that point. Literally. It, it doesn't make any sense to me because they were just so sick of how rude or how annoyed they were with Abby Maria. I love Abby Maria. I think she's hilarious. If you're listening to this, Abby Maria, I'm a big fan of you. Please come to this <laughs> podcast. But everyone talks about how annoying she is, how hard, she's, how hard she is to deal with. You're on like day, what, 36 at this point? Why are you worried about living with somebody if it's three days left in the game it doesn't make I think any, that's it, why they wanted to vote her out because they couldn't stand living with abby maria I but feel that's like what that, i'm like, saying like you're it almost played done. a big factor but at the same time yeah you have what two more days just like uh in survivor china they hated living with john rivera yeah well john like, rivera sucks i would have voted john rivera out <laughs> <laughs> but in hindsight would he have ever won the game no. No. Nobody on jury would have voted for him. So in hindsight, wouldn't you want to bring him to final two? Yeah, definitely very similar. But very similar case, cases. In this case, it was like it was cut and dry, I think. Like specifically for these two people, like Lisa and Scoopin, you had the chance. It's not even like you had the chance. It was like you had the decision to make and you Literally. chose the worst possible decision you could make. At, no one was going to vote for Abby Maria. She all she did she didn't go to a single tribal council until the merge, and then all she did at the merge was cause beef with RC. That's she all she did. She rubbed a lot of people the wrong way, and it was everyone very hilarious to watch. Yeah, everyone hated her. So I, I once again dumb move, so stupid. Maybe I don't know what is going on in their head. Hard for me to judge as just a viewer, someone who didn't play Survivor, but. At the same time, it's not. I don't understand what was going through their head. Maybe I think they just Lisa, trusted Denise more. Maybe they but, just but why thought more of an big, alliance. Why is trust such a big deal when at that point... It's Who's like, going to bring you to the final two or the final three? Who's going to bring you there? You think Abby Maria is going to bring you there? Or Abby Denise Maria is hated you? Denise. Abby, so, and Abby Maria and Malcolm, like, so it's just like so clear. Like I think in my mind, so clear. Like, oh, 100%. 100%. Um, and then going on to my last Big Brother pick. Um, oh my gosh. I like, this is so comical to me. And I know Laith loves this moment. It is Lawson self-evicting himself. 
from the V13. Like, literally, I say that with a question mark because he literally told him, told the HOH to put him on the block. He told all of his housemates to vote him out specifically, basically leaving the game. In return, coming back with special powers in quotes because they actually were not any special powers at all. So once again, this one's just like so stupid. Like (laughs) this one's like not even like, oh, like here's the veto or here's my immunity. Maybe I'll stay safe. Like this is literally like... (laughs) Send me out of this house and maybe I'll come back in with special... When has that even ever happened before? People have come back from battle backs, but with special powers? Because Julie had said something saying the next person to be evicted might come back, uh, might have the chance to return back to the game. And somehow... I'm confused as to where he got special powers. That's what I'm saying. Somehow, maybe they misread it and thought coming (laughs) back into the game meant special... I don't know. You always say expect the unexpected. Who knows? But honestly, he was a very, very likable person. Um, He was very hilarious. He was making everyone laugh. Like, he was just that person that you wanted to be around. He was willing to put up big targets. Literally the six returning players, minus Dick Donato. But um, I think he could have gone very far with his social game. He doesn't really have a physical game. So I think they might have kept him there, just kind of as an easy person to beat. But... I think he could have gone. He could have gone very far in the game, and that's why I think it's such a dumb decision because he could have gone a long way, and yet he literally self evicted himself. That mm-hmm. quote unquote special powers was an actual battle back against literally Jeff, like Jeff and Jordan Jeff, and lost. I think it was like a basketball something like you had to put the bas- the plastic basketballs into a hoop. Lost miserably, literally so bad, terrible performance. Once again, so stupid. I don't even know what else to say. That's all I can say is no no special powers could ever make me say I'm leaving. Even if it was for sure that you'd get special powers. No way. I'm staying in that house. I'll deal with whatever special powers are coming back in. But no way am I risking going home for that. You know what I mean? It just doesn't make any sense. Literally putting $500,000 on the line, if not $50,000 on the line. Yeah, it just makes sense. But for my final pick, also from Survivor, this is probably one of the dumbest moves ever known as Tyson voting himself out of Heroes vs. Villains. So let me set up the scene for you guys who haven't heard about this. So it was still really early on in Heroes vs. Villains. The Villains tribe was going to Tribal Council. Parvati, Russell, and Danielle were on the bottom against a six-person alliance. The six-person alliance that included Tyson wanted to split the votes, three on Russell, three on Parvati. So, and then the other minority alliance of three people, there's no way they could possibly take over and vote one of them out right seems foolproof super easy the six had a really big trust in each other but because tyson who was supposed to vote for russell really wanted poverty gone he wanted to guarantee that poverty was going home he flipped onto the other side of the split vote of his own alliance and voted for poverty so it was four votes on poverty and only two votes on russell so then at this point the the votes were four votes on to poverty three votes on to Tyson and two votes on to Russell. And then what happens? Russell stands up and he plays an idol on Parvati. 
So it's crazy. Everybody such else, such a big moment. Such a big. Everybody thought like, oh, haha! Now Russell's gonna basically idol himself out because they thought because he gave up his idol and it was a split vote. Russell's for sure going home. Boston Rob for sure thought that there's no way anything else is gonna happen. Then the votes are read, and then Tyson goes home. Tyson literally voted himself out of Survivor. So dumb. I mean, I can kind of see in a way where he thought he was going to make a resume move. And honestly, if the idol was not played, he could have 100% said that was a resume move. 100%. But the idol was played for Parvati. Um, And that's actually very risky of Russell to do because Russell was on the chopping block. And the fact that he just played an idol for Parvati is honestly really big. That's a resume move in itself. Um, so yeah, that definitely backfired on him, but I could see his intentions, um, to make that big move and I can respect it. But at the same time, he screwed himself over. Regardless, Parvati and Russell were on the bottom. Like they were going to go home. It wasn't, this isn't some big move, some big backstab. Like he just wanted, he really wanted Parvati to go home. And by doing this, they could have decided at the revote who they wanted to go home as an alliance. He was at the head of that alliance. You know what I mean? Nobody was, he could have made the decision to vote out Parvati on the revote if there was no idol played. So Mm -hmm. by doing that, I understand, I guess if that's what he was trying to go for, but like, it doesn't make sense because if you have the numbers to split the votes, you should always split the votes in case an idol is played to make sure when this, when the votes are split, there's no way that you're not going to go. Like there's no way that the person you want to go home is not going to go home between the two people you split the votes on. So that's just why I think it's so stupid. It doesn't make any sense to me. Well, screwed himself over for sure. But this next pick screwed himself over too. This literally is all a repeating pattern. But we have one from the challenge and it is Jordan pulling all of the kill cards in Free Agents. Now, mind you, Free Agents is one of my favorite seasons, if not my favorite season, so much action. And this is one thing I remember vividly. Like, I remember exactly how this went down. And Jordan just really wanted to go against Bananas. And that's a big move, mind you, because Bananas is like, quote unquote, this big dog that's won all of these seasons, yada, yada, yada. And the fact that this some um, quote unquote, rookie just comes up and is like, hey, I want to take out the big dog. I respect it, but <laughs> he literally basically evicted himself. Um, he pulled all the kill cards and basically volunteered himself on the silver platter, wanted to compete against Johnny Bananas, and the actual elimination itself completely did not play in his favor. Mm-hmm. It was a lot about grip and pulling yourself up, and he, for those of you who don't know who this is, he does, he miss, is missing one of his hands. So he's, he is disabled and one, I think it's his left hand, maybe it, it something it's there, but it's like, he doesn't have like full, he's like missing fingers and it's like not a full hand. So he can still like hold on to stuff. He's still a very capable competitor. He's won the challenge multiple times, but this is just something that just did not suit his strengths at all. And it really backfired against him. You just kind of think if it was any other elimination, would he win? Because that's a very big possibility. But this elimination just happened to be completely not his strength. And the fact that he saw it, he saw the elimination, he still went for it. Major props. But at the same time, Mm -hmm. lost to Johnny Bananas, lost to the king of the challenge. And screwed himself over trying to do a big move like that. 
And this was before there was ever an incentive to go in. Like some challenges, they have like, oh, you need a gold skull or a red skull. Yeah, but that some was of just them, recent. It's like you have to. Yeah, like so that's that. Yeah, that's just the last two seasons. Some of them were like, I know season twenty nine was you have to win your way into like the house because they were living on an island. Mm-hmm. But like, what's the re- like? What's the reward? There's pride. no reward besides it's the cloud. It's literally his cloud. pride on the line. He wants to say that he won against Johnny Bananas, but in return, screwed himself over. If I'm ever in these shoes, mark my word, I don't give a damn about my pride. <laughs> if it heightens my chances of losing however much money is they're going to give out, no way are you going to see me ever do this. Good. Don't I, be dumb. I don't care. I, I'm a pretty prideful person. I love to, but like, it would have been way more prideful for him to watch Johnny Bananas go home by someone that he nominated or whatever than him to lose to Johnny Bananas like he did. Like, yep. I just, once again, I just think it's, I understand, this one I understand, I guess. Like, this one I understand more so than the other ones. But still, like, in the challenge, a lot of times people are like, oh, I want to prove myself, put me into elimination. Exactly. Like, I volunteer myself. I want to show how good I am. I don't, like, what? Like, <laughs> you can underestimate me if you want to. You can call me weak all you want. But, like, if I'm still here, I'm still here. That's my mindset. Right. I kind of like it when people call me weak. I kind of like it when people underestimate me because I, I feel mm-hmm. like that brings out, like, a different a different fire in me, you know? This passion, you know what I mean? Because, like, imagine when you're going in and the embarrassment. I, I, that's way yes. worse. Then than pride. Like, yeah. Like, the embarrassment of losing. Like, I'm sure he got over it. He's t- totally fine He's now. He's won like, challenges after, whatever. yeah. Yeah. It's not a big deal. But it's, like, in the moment, I'm sure it was, like, really hard to swallow that because that would be really humiliating. Oh, yeah. I mean, he made it on the list. Lathe, you better not go on TV and make this list. I hope that never happens. You too, Champagne. We gotta make that I don't know right why. I feel like on. it would definitely be more you than me because I feel like you have to make some just like spur of the moment decision. Like I, I just, <laughs> I could totally see it. Just like you say like something to... verbally and it goes absolutely yeah. not in your favor. I like to think of myself as a really smart and strategic person, but I feel like you're definitely right where if like I was in that position, it'd be hard for me to not go kind of crazy. Like what? I feel like I... I'm a pretty well-composed person, a really smart person, but, like, if someone pushes my buttons in the right way, like, then I get That's what I was going to ask you. Like, what sets you off? Like, what what do I need to know for when we're on Big Brother? When people and- are disrespectful. <gasps> if I someone agree. disrespects me. I someone agree. disrespects me, I, like, I, whatever. I don't think I mean it's whatever. But that's what pisses me off. Someone tries to disrespect me. But even then, I mean, I, I don't know. I would never, even if people are calling me lazy, weak, whatever, call me what you want. But if I'm lasting longer than you on a TV show or a competition, who's the loser? Exactly. You, clearly. Clearly. So, I don't know. Hopefully, I never make a decision like that. But once again, it's easy for us to say as viewers from the outside. But at the end of the day, we have never competed on any of these shows. No. So, we don't know what it's like. We don't know what the environment is like. So, that definitely had an impact on these moves. But at the same time, they're still dumb. Yes. All right, well, that wraps up our list of the most iconic or the most idiotic moves, I must say, in reality TV history. Let us know what you guys thought about this and if there's anything that we left off of our list. And we have a lot of content coming your way, so make sure you subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you like what we've made so far, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts with your feedback. We love hearing from you guys. Just don't rate us a one star. Yeah, somebody left us a one-star review. I know I said that last week, but <laughs> that really hurt our feelings. So I saw that one-star review. So did Champagne. 
You guys can find me on TikTok at lollathe and champagne all things reality. If you guys have any requests or comments, you can share us an email at allthingsrealitypodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week with another episode. Bye.